This podcast is a part of the Podmania Podcasting Network. Check out podmania.co.uk to check out more of our great podcasts, features, reviews, match ratings and previews spanning the crazy and diverse world of professional wrestling. You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and all other podcast platforms. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at podmania.co.uk. Let's do this. Welcome to another episode of the Pod Mania Podcast. An actual landmark episode this time. It's actually episode 150, lads. Really? Woo-hoo. 150 it feels, episodes. It feels like only 50. Um, to be fair, with me and you, Rob, that doesn't count like the Young Lion. Because when it, it's weird, because like when I was doing Young Lion on its own, you counted it as Pod Mania. But as soon as it was for two of us, you're like, now we need to move this shit away. The, with very it's good reason. <laughs> yeah, the, the good fans of Podmania don't need to listen to that shit. Absolutely. Um, so, basically, ladies and gentlemen, as ever, I'm joined by Garth, and we don't know for how much longer, Garth, but and Chris as well. <laughs> so, Garth, would you like to explain to the good people at home what you decided to just tell us that happened at the weekend? Well, I mean... It was a false alarm, so it was all right, but yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, well, as long as it was a false alarm. I uh, had to go into hospital because I thought I was having a heart attack. <laughs> Turns out it wasn't. It was a multitude of other ailments. <laughs> it was many things. A small stroke, not a heart attack. It was the fact that Garth decided he was just going to go, well, yeah, it was better than my weekend. Oh, why is that, Garth? Oh, well, you know, ended up in A&E. Oh, God, who with? Thinking, oh, no, what's wrong with your children? Uh, Me? Oh, God, what has he done? Has he put his back out drumming? No, 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 thought I was having a heart attack. Yeah, literally, when he said I was in A&E, I thought, like, um, your son had jumped off of something or something. (laughs) (laughs) He's gone one step too far in his love for Rey Mysterio. (laughs) Oh, shit. I mean, um... I Uh, I was... He loves, Brock, he loves Brock Lesnar now. Oh, he's he's never going to take a bump. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by, by, Rob, if you want to hear something magnificent, um, I explained to... No, Garth, rather. I explained to Rob um, uh, um, Brock Lesnar's time in New Japan, and it nearly broke him. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Um, yeah, it is. The fuck that he was just... Right, so basically he pulled the same um, I'll do a long story short, he pulled the same stuff he pulls in WWE, never turns up, doesn't try when he does turn up, like Ryan Pierce when one of the highest rated matches he had was against Akabono, and then um, so they retired the old IWGP championship that looked a bit like a crown um, in honour of Shinya Hashimoto when he died like (laughs) literally when um, I forget who won it, um, won it he put it in front of a picture of Hashimoto, and it and it was retired. It's Hashimoto's belt. It's in honor of a fallen ace. So, bro, they made this shiny new belt. It's more reminiscent of the belt um, we have today. And um, Brock Lesnar was one of the first people to win it. Now, Brock Lesnar um, was going home, and like they were, re- he wasn't contracted, and was 
openly flirting with MMA companies in Japan, like Pride and K1. So um, Simon Inoki turned up and was like, hey, can we take the belt off you for cleaning? And he was like, <laughs> no, I'll clean it. And so literally, <laughs> there's some Japanese person has a tale of like giant Bernard's I think, like, from like a, you hear different wrestlers, but like two of them are burly men on the New Japan roster with Simon, Simon Inoki um, trying to get um, Brock. And then Brock just took the belt home, as far as he's concerned. It's his belt now. Right. <laughs> and literally, so what we had to do when Brock left, he had to go to a no, uh, he lost the belt to Angle in that TNA thing. Remember when he was holding all the belts? Yeah. 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 So he did that. Um and <laughs> and um, Angle then had to lose it back to Nakamura, which finally got the belt home, and they could finally retire the old design that was retired for a fallen friend. So you needless, know, needless to say, Brock Lesnar is not liked backstage in New Japan. Right, just let me keep it. <laughs> no, because he disrespected a dead a dead ace. <laughs> He's Brock Lesnar. He can do what he wants. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Are you going to argue with Brock Lesnar? Exactly. And again, I, he has a, he has an amazingly like non-threatening voice. I, everything about Brock Lesnar is threatening, Chris. Absolutely everything, whether it be what his he... voice or his body posture, <laughs> or the penis on his chest, or the penis on his. I think that's a great point to segue, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> kind of, into today's watch-along. As I've already stated, it is episode 150 today, which I only realised as I was doing the intro to this podcast. And what better way to celebrate 150 episodes of your Guilty Pleasure podcast than by watching The Big Event, WWF's Big Event from 1986. I mean, after all, episode 150 of Podmania is a big event. Therefore... Mm. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. When you said the big event in the group chat, I thought you were fucking with us. No, no, no. No, no, no. Now, you might ask, well, why on earth are you watching this? Look at the absolute plethora of wrestling shows out there, whether it's on the network or on the wider internet. And my answer to that is, quite frankly, I'm a glutton for punishment. and You're a sucker for pain. And I just wanted to drag... Garth, and especially Chris, because he's a fetus, <laughs> down with me, basically. So that's what this is. Chris, how come, Gar- how come Garth can get out of 2007, but I can't get out of 1980? Because Chris, Chris Garth isn't a giant smark. <laughs> I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> are you just gonna? Are you just gonna bring that up? <laughs> Everything changes all the time. <laughs> hey. I almost died. <laughs> to be fair, I'm surprised for guy who I'm surprised for people who haven't killed you is for Joshi people you deliberately go out your way to piss off nowadays. Love honestly, I love it. <laughs> I one, keep... my great, one of my great pleasures is trolling every, people. Every time I see it, I'm like <laughs> shit like it's always like sometimes I would be having a perfectly civil conversation with someone about the last stardom show. And then Garth would turn up going, Yeah, but there's sex perverts, aren't there? <laughs> <laughs> And then the entire conversation goes to shit. No, and then I'm like, right, I'm out. I'm going to let whoever the fuck is there. And it's normally that one weird Joshi guy I keep. And to be fair, yeah, he's a bit weird. He wants to try to get someone into Joshi by talking about softcore, erotica person or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> if this is how stardom was explained to me, I would have never tried it. <laughs> You're not <laughs> oh, helping own. things. 
no, like you know when um, you know as a pop punk fan, you you know whenever you see someone being really into a really shit pop punk fan band, which already has a which is a genre that already has a bad reputation, you're going, you're not helping things, you're not helping. Like I imagine this is what ska fans feel when people talk about real big fish. So would that be like a certain um, amazing pop punk band who is also contains a wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> One that often people say that I look like I should be a member of. Are we talking about that specific pop punk band, are we, Chris? The, the greatest. <laughs> the greatest. Right, be honest, outside <laughs> of, like, smart, smarky wrestling circles, and then also Garth, who we bring along, who is, um, who knows about Junior? Like, who's a fan of Junior who doesn't know, well, not, who knows Junior who doesn't know Mark Andrews? Nobody. 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 <laughs> I guarantee the other two members of Junior aren't fans of Junior. <laughs> We're just like, hang on, we get to go and talk for... With... Yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> I listened to their album, actually, because their song for... Um, What's it called? For Takeover Cardiff wasn't that bad. So I was like, you know what, maybe they've improved. Nope. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Bringing the conversation screeching back then to the big event. <laughs> um... Ladies and gentlemen, get the network loaded and find yourself the big event 1986. Just type it into the search bar. Go down. It's like a bluey thumbnail. Um, it's about one hour, 55 minutes long. So you've got us for a nice long slab of time. Just think about all the smarky stories Chris can tell. And think about how Garth can tell you all about his near-death experiences. It's going to be a yep. fun podcast. Garth can tell you what it was like living in the 80s, you know, because he was born in the 40s. And... It's just an unnecessary jab at his age. I got called a fetus earlier in this podcast. You are a fetus. You're I'm a Jesus-faced fetus. I'm a 23-year-old man. <laughs> I am a 23-year-old man. Um, anyway. Sounds, it could be a wrestling game. <laughs> it could be, yeah, the 23-year-old fetus. <laughs> well, I, you know, like, remember MVP's old, like, um old thick, inflatable thing we used to bust out of. Get that, but when I come out, I'm all sticky and naked. I'm crying. <laughs> hey, man. watching Joshy. <laughs> <laughs> if Chris Statlander can get away with being an alien, you can definitely 100% get away with that. I like how uh, there's a fucking dinosaur in AEW. How can Chris Statlander <laughs> get shit but Luchasaurus is fine? How don't you dare speak ill of Luchasaurus? I'm not. I like Luchasaurus. Who the fuck do you think you are, boy? Luchasaurus is like Kane as a dinosaur. I love you it. You stroll onto our podcast as a fetus and you badmouth the good name of Luchasaurus. How dare you? I love Luch- I like Luchasaurus. Falabavo, <laughs> he can fuck off. Right, quickly, before we press play, Chris, quick drink check. What have you got on you today? Um, tea with coconut milk. Not coconut milk, Um, oat milk. Ooh, intriguing. I mean, ew, but interesting. Um, Oat milk is nice. Fuck you. Oat milk is great. Especially (laughs) if you get the good stuff. Like, if you get the fucking long life as to stuff, of course you're not going to enjoy it. But fucking oatly, beautiful. I'm going to have a wild guess at Garth after his health scare at the weekend. I'm going to assume plain rice cakes, um, (laughs) fisherman's friends, and green tea. Oh, my granddad used to eat fisherman's friends. I eat Fishman's friends with the um with the bands sometimes, but uh For the bands, what? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the band 
Oh, the band. I thought you meant for the bands. Sometimes you just need to get that high. <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just smash five in. Um, <laughs> actually, no, today I've got a, a regular tea, which is almost gone, and just a bottle of water. Right, so I'm the only one legitimately drinking on this podcast. That's weird. That's normally, it's normally me. It is. Uh, for those who care, I'm drinking a Peaky Blinder Black IPA. It's going oh, down very smoothly. Um, absolutely gorgeous. And hopefully it will aid my enjoyment in what I am sure is going to be an absolute <laughs> fucking travesty of a pay-per-view. So, lads, shall we get started? Do we have to? Um, yes, you don't have an option. So, countdown from three. And obviously, when I say press play, press play. Fairly self-explanatory. So, three, two... Hang on. I've just realized that Big John studs on this card. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah. It's not too late to reconsider. It's not too late to reconsider. It's not too fucking late. Amazing. Oh, inaugural Royal Rumble winner, Big John Studd. Um, anyway, sorry. Let's try that countdown again. Oh, my no, God. Lou Albano's Jim, on it as well. Three. Jim, Jim Duggan's the, big, the first. Sorry, go on. Two. One. Go. And we start. Helicopter shot. Oh, Gene Oakland. Is this Seattle? Toronto to CN Tower. Oh, we've got a wild-looking Hulk Hogan. Pastamania. Pastamania. <laughs> Pre-Pastamania. I was about to say, I thought, I was because earlier I was thinking, oh, it's the first time Hogan's ended up on podcast. But no, we had fucking Nitro, didn't we? So, or, quick or question. Or this is 86. The first Mania was 84? Oh, that's the machine. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> was the first Mania 84? Uh, yeah, because 30 was in 2014. So, yeah. So, the whole, like, Orndorff and Hogan thing has been bubbling for... Not for two years, though, surely. I have a feeling it's already happened, but they were like, we don't want to, we don't want to um, use our best match on the big event. <laughs> you can just imagine like the the war room as you are trying to name all these things so we got Wrestlemania what should we call our other big event I've got <laughs> it the state of like there's the war to settle the score well wasn't um, that wasn't that originally what was Wrestlemania was supposed to be called no Wrestlemania was meant to be called something stupid but like not that one <laughs> not, not that one. stupid name I'm really, really sad that we didn't mention um, Adrian Adonis earlier. Tell you what, though, I like I love that kind of gimmick. Oh, there he's the brain, yeah. the big man Brian himself. I don't like a lot about this period, but the brain is one of the best managers ever. Oh, he's amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, don't think that's a hot up. take. I think that's just true. I wasn't saying it's a hot take. My favorite manager is Paul Heyman, though. Um, yeah, okay. I can't disagree I, with that. I think he's great. It could be what... I could have think, said Ghetto just to piss Garth off. Ghetto's fucking wang. Fuck off, Ghetto. This is a long intro package, isn't it? Jesus. Fucking, and also, are they also giving away snippets of the matches? <laughs> That's I've, a I've good seen... point, actually. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Maybe it's in, like, in front of... Oh, they must be. 
Adrian Adonis looks like he literally cannot move. He's so muscular. I didn't realise it was in a stadium. Jesus. I will just point out that Gene Oakland has said that the main event is to be contested between two of the greatest athletes living. In what dimension is Hogan one of the greatest athletes (laughs) living? At the time. 1996. Oh, it's so 80s. WWF presents the big event. Oh, the Killer Bees. The Killer Bees. (laughs) Hoss. Hoss. That's just a character called Hoss. They're the funk. Is that what they're called? I'm pretty sretch, sure that's um, Terry and Goff. I'm pretty sure that's the funks. They just changed their name. Oh, the funks deserve so much better than this. Yeah, that's Terry Funk. It is. obviously... It's obviously some sort of a uh, merchandising thing, or like a. Uh... No, we don't let people keep their own names. So. <laughs> I cannot believe this is in a stadium. Me either. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh fucking... my god, he's got a cowbell. Is that it? Oh, Do you reckon that's the gimmick that? Oh my god, look at it, chaps! Incredible. Do you reckon this is the gimmick that spawned the Hangman Page character? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I mean, like he does a lot. He does a shit lariat, so maybe it's Stan Hansen. I don't mind the lariat of um, Hangman Page. What's wrong with the bookshot lariat? Okay, it depends who's taking it. To be honest, yeah, but that's the same with every move. Five move. I know. Like if, if you're taking a han- if you're taking a lariat from Stan Hansen, you're taking a fucking lariat. From Stan Hansen. <laughs> if you go down early, he will pick you up and hit you again. Even Bradshaw had a good. Um... Yeah, that. but like I think Bradshaw had the same policy as Stan Hansen, to be honest. Take your head off. <laughs> There's a weird story about um, Bradshaw. So, um... just one. <laughs> so, <laughs> he bullied somebody. So Brian Christopher was apparently talking about how he was really inappropriate towards a woman, and so Bradshaw stripped him in the middle of where they were sitting and forced him, like forced him to like walk out naked. Doesn't surprise us. Bradshaw's. Comes from the the school of Bob Holly, doesn't he? Yeah, but uh, like in that case, it was justified. Like in other cases, Bradshaw is just a cunt, like Blue Meanie. Yeah. So, <laughs> a cunt is what he is. He's just a cunt, isn't he? He's just a cunt. I, I, you know what? I, I that's one thing I don't like about Wrestle Kingdom. We don't like the crowd, so you can't see how vast it is. Yeah, it, this these is... stadiums are unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. This is like a mania. This is ridiculous. I didn't realise it was that... I mean, I should have gotten, you know, from the big event. <laughs> Look at what? all those body slams. I think the body slam truly is the super kick of its day. Tope! Tope! Aye. Suicide dive! Go for it! Tope suicida! Mamma mia! Mebby's one in this whole card. You and might then, see one and then, and then that one um, gaff's going to fucking orgasm. Will it be Orndorff? Be... <laughs> if he did that, he would, he would go through the floor. <laughs> Adrian Adonis with the suicide dive. <laughs> is it Adrian Adonis or is it Gorgeous George? It's Adrian Adonis, isn't it? Of course it is. No, Gorgeous George is like the 50s. The 50s, yeah, I was just going to say. And then the 90s in WCW. <laughs> Fucking look at him go! Killer bees are hyped. Who's everyone's favourite funk? It's gonna be Terry. I don't know why I asked. Of course, it's Terry. Not him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Dory. I'm saying that just because you said everyone loves uh, Terry. 
to be fair, I'm surprised one of you want a massive mark and said. I'm surprised one of you want a massive mark and said Flashpunk. No, because you're the massive smark. Basically, he was like a tribute to fucking Terry Funk. (laughs) (laughs) What an amazing spot. Terry Funk (laughs) is is the best um, wrestler who's an awful athlete. (laughs) That was dreadful. Naturally good, but not good as in... Like he's he has good timing, he has great wing psychology, he has he's great at selling, but he can't do a good move to save his fucking life. <laughs> what the fuck is up with that fucking camera, by the way? Every time they cut to it. Can we just what, the the marks on the screen, like on Yeah. The... Yeah. Oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one seeing it. <laughs> no no no. Everyone is seeing it. So, oh Jim Brunzel and Brian Blair is the Calibis. Okay. Do you know which one's which? That's Brunzel, I think, in the ring. To be fair, like every time I used to, um, like, believe it or not, I had a friend in, um, I talked, uh, well, of course I talked with him, a friend in school, and we used to watch old wrestling because he had the tapes. And we always used to laugh because whenever Vince McMahon wouldn't know who someone is in a tag team, he'd just say the and then insert the name of the tag team. Oh, a great competitor. (laughs) What a (laughs) maneuver! What a maneuver! Unbelievable! I must admit, this is quite an enjoyable tag match. It's a bit repetitive. Well, yeah, it's the 80s, Chris. Don't make me quite hot for a while and, like, wrestling, like, especially in WWE. Oh, I think you'll find they're still quite hot, Garth. Now. Only they had the conquistadors on this as well. I'm not being funny. Like they really shouldn't have the um, horizontal f- stripes. <laughs> everyone knows. Everyone knows you go. Ver- like everyone knows it widens the silhouette. <laughs> yeah, but they're trying to look like show how big they are. Big but bees, bees aren't big. <laughs> oh my god! Off the top rope, moonsault. Oh, off a of breast rope. <laughs> I've watched too much fucking 80s old Japan because I keep expecting someone to backdrop someone. Just a big-ass lariat. It'll be a backdrop and it'll get a massive pop. Right, fucking, right we get it, Gaff. People did move less in the 80s. We have oh, two hours. Here we go, we sleeper have, hold. We have two hours to get through. You don't need to point it out every time I say something. Just reminding you. <laughs> Back in my day. Like, just as we go through, look, Chris, look how they're not doing a move. <laughs> to be fair, oh, Garth has down it. On the floor for a bit. Garth has got a point about Adam Page. No, I've, I I was the one who initially made that fucking point. I I disagree. I think it was Garth. The moonsault. That yeah, with his it. fucking shit moonsault, yeah. Well, it's not shit, but he should only pull it out, like, maybe once a pay-per-view. Yeah. Oh, dirty tactics. Oh, <laughs> I, power I slam on the outside, on right, right on the crash mat. Right, literally, a crash <laughs> that was mat. like the most, the softest power slam I've ever seen. <laughs> Just ease him down. Oh, oh my what? god, what have what they got? Doing? It's nectar. <laughs> They're putting on their jock straps. Oh my god, are they putting on masks? What? Yep. What? 
What Why? difference does this make? I'm not being funny. This is this is 80s WWE. If someone's wearing a mask, they're jobbing. <laughs> Isn't the whole idea of wearing a mask like to conceal who you are? Um, it's weird. That we didn't know who they were. Like in Mexico, it's like a bit. Of course, it's like a big thing. But like in, like I remember Jim Cornette talking about weirdly enough. But if someone was wearing a mask, unless they were Mister Wrestling. Unless we were literally just Mr. Wrestling, they'd be jobbing. Mm. So, like, you'd need to be for my, like, either be like Tiger Mask, who, of course, they brought in. Yeah. <laughs> Ref totally in the way. <laughs> Get out of my way! Oh, oh that's that why. That's why. So, you don't know which killer B is which. Wait, hang on. Who's the face here? I, 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 thought, the fu- I thought the funks were the heels. Turns out it isn't. <laughs> Jimmy right, Hart. Oh, oh no. Oh, one, two, three. Did it? Wow, right, we did do it. it. That, that really fell apart at the end because the killer bees are meant to be the faces. <laughs> they, do you know what? Do you know what I really appreciated there? During the three count, you add a count, check the shoulders. Count, check the shoulders. Yep. Fucking hell, look at that crowd. There's loads of them. How can How- anybody see anything? <laughs> that is true. Just how we get bald head. We, we we had problems in Blackpool, and, we, and that's only three thousand people. I'd give that a five. That was alright. Yeah, like there was nothing offensive apart from the end. I mean, the masks were a bit nonsensical to put on the face team. That, no, when it wasn't to do that. King Tonga. It keeps. I keep thinking me things freezing. I do. That, um, Hold on, there's no entrances, so we just we just have two. We have three hours of pure rest. Yes, it is. Holy Haku. shit! I, I... King Haku and Don All Morocco. Right. I can only think of two people in wrestling. Uh, no, three people in wrestling who are legitimately more scary than Haku. Is one of them Suzuki? Yes. Is one of them Stan Hansen? Yes. Is one of them Kanta Kabashi? No. Masawa. No, no, it's not a Japanese guy. Uh, Dan Seven. Dan Seven, yes. Gaff, do you want to hear a story about Dan Seven? No, he doesn't want to hear a story about Dan Seven. Who is Dan Seven? He was a, he's he's a UFC guy who also went into wrestling in like in the nineties. A oh, bit of context for the people um, who are listening to this podcast for the first time. Garth was drunk for the entire Attitude Era and hasn't seen any of it, so lot, just FYI. <laughs> Um, so, he, when he was brought in in 1990, whatever, they were going to put him into the ministry and have him write 666 on his head. And he's from a small Christian town. He doesn't care about making money. He just cares about not being uh, seen I'm as sure a Satanist. Story. No, and then, um, he was like, um, they were like, okay, we can make you lose a lot of matches. And he's like, you can ask me to lose a match. He's a I'm fucking not being... scary bloke. Who's heard that before? His thing with How is he so much better than his sons? Natural ability. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not being funny. I'm more into this already than I am for most Tamatonga matches. At least Tamatonga singles matches. When was the last Tamatonga singles match you saw? Um, the G1 when he assaulted a fan. That was 2018. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> I had to review every single fucking G1 show. I remember that fucking year. It's well, weird seeing Haku without a beard. It is actually, yeah. It's weird seeing him in red. <laughs> you know what else is really scary? Harley Race. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. It was scary. Like, even the way he just held the championship. Oh, lovely. Loads of those old dudes were. That was a lovely dropkick. Haku, man. So this is, what, 86? Yeah. 86, yeah. And he was still in the WWF mid-90s? No, he, well, he, wait, he came he, in and out. He sort of flip-flopped between there and WCW. Yeah, it was intermittent, wasn't it? Because I imagine he just walks into a like to whoever's <laughs> office. He just goes to whoever's office it is. He just walks in and goes, "You're going to give me a contract," and they probably <laughs> just go. like, "Yeah, sure, okay, here it is, okay, okay sir." <laughs> I'm going to wrestle tonight. Yes, you are. You are absolutely right. <laughs> like, and I'm um, going to lose. <laughs> like, like, I'm not you can ask funny. me. Like, you can ask me to lose. Um, I, I'm not being funny, right? What we sh- really, really should have done is have Haku face Hogan if Hogan was being difficult. <laughs> Thing is, like when you hear, if you hear him like talking, he's always like Jericho's podcast stuff because I think they're quite close. Like who he's Haku? Like, yeah, and like he's like generally like one of the nicest people ever. No, Pat, he's one but of those people who. Yeah, that's thing if you fuck with him or someone he likes, he's gonna fuck you. <laughs> what do you think of people wrestling in bare feet? Nah, it's. I don't know. You've, again, you've got to be a bit mental or hard as fuck to do it. Yeah, I I have two ways of looking at it. First of all, if it's like if it's like a sports based thing, like what Riddle does or like what Rusev did, that's fine. If it's because they're the, like foreign savage, I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> Well, I'm guessing it's his choice. I guess. But I don't know, because he's going to wrestle in boots. Well, let's put it this way. Would you dare stand on his feet? <laughs> or would you say, you've got to wear boots tonight? I'm sorry, did Morocco <laughs> just give himself a bump? Yeah. And then Mr. Fuji, Dasali, as always. How many layers of racism do we have going on right now? You what? <laughs> like, with. Um, the foreign savage and the sneaky Japanese guy. Gar's <laughs> here to point out how the 80s were good. I'm here to point out how it's problematic. Again, I don't think anyone's going to make Haku do, do something he doesn't want to. So. <laughs> Very true, but like Fuji still. Oh, but Fuji played that character all the time. Like It wasn't like as if he rebelled against it or anything. <laughs> that was a legit fucking hit, wasn't it? That was. And Haku that, has no solid hits. That was like a fucking. Um, that looks like the like Pringle Man went up to fucking the Tasmanian Devil and just hit him. Wait, <laughs> drop it. That was worked. To be fair, Mister Fuji was meant. He was. He's he's up there. He's up there as one of the best managers. Almost, almost recognisable, should I say? <laughs> Don Morocco was absolutely fucking enormous, wasn't he? Wasn't he billed as the strongest man in the world? He's got that what? classic build where he's like big up top, but then he's got a big 